welcome to the Mystic Millennials podcast, hosted by Abby and Bethany. This is a podcast to share the reality of spirituality and what it is really like to be 20-somethings navigating a spiritual awakening. Join us weekly as we become your new spiritual BFFs, sharing all about our own journeys while celebrating the amazing people who inspire, motivate, and encourage us to embrace our modern mysticism. Let's get into the episode. Hello and welcome back to this week's episode of the Mystic Millennials. We are Abby and Beth. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Greetings. <laughs> Greetings, Franz. Greetings, oh, Welcome to episode six. <gasps> so exciting. Oh, my gosh. We're, we're killing it. We're killing it. As we are recording this, we just dropped episode five, which was an amazing interview with Jazz Bori. Um, we've been getting some really beautiful listened messages. Already? come through we've been feeling mm-hmm. love we're feeling blessed um and we're feeling keen how are you going abby yeah exactly the same i'm feeling on cloud nine i i just like re-listened to a bit of that that episode five and i was just like oh we what a beautiful it. episode so if you yeah. haven't listened to that listen to it please do um, it yeah. So, yeah it's an amazing conversation we really just talk about everything I was listening to it too because I've not actually listened to any of our episodes I just kind of like when I'm making the like YouTube because Abby does the audio and I do the visual so when I'm making YouTube and like cutting it for reels I just generally just like watch little snippets but I've never like fully listened but I was like I just really want to listen to this episode and it was really cool and I yeah I was just like so proud of it I was like oh my gosh we like we did that <laughs> Yeah, we freaking did it. Yeah, go us. Yeah, it's just so exciting. So this week's episode is a bit of a chit chat. We are, it's just me and Abby, just you guys here. Um, And we are going to start off as per usual with our win and our whinge. Abby, how you going? What's the story? (laughs) Look, I'm actually not doing great. (laughs) (laughs) If I'm honest. Not doing. I just said I was doing really well, but you know what? But I've got nine days, nine days left of uni. I'm over it. That's my whinge. I'm just over it. It's been how many years? Like six, six, five, six, six years. I'm done with studying. I just want to exist. I don't want to take on any more information. I don't want to study anymore. I don't care about finance i'm doing a finance unit i don't care i don't want to learn about it Mm. anyway that's my whinge i don't want to learn about it anymore i'm just also you know i mean if we're going one level deeper i did this degree on you know the premise of society it being like a good 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 degree a secure blah 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 i'm not actually interested in it so yeah it's actually yeah. tough. Like I do want to mm. learn. I was like, I was saying, you know, don't want to learn, but I do want to learn. I just don't want to learn what I'm not interested in. Yeah. I'm done. And something as well, I guess you have changed so much in those six years. Like you're mm. very obviously pursuing a career outside of that degree. So it can just feel like I'm doing all this work and I know that I'm not going to use it. Like how yeah, annoying. Legit. How annoying. Yeah. It's a lot of energy. And it's not like law and commerce. It's not that. It's not easy. <laughs> well, she didn't pick an easy degree. She didn't pick like, you know, she didn't oh, pick something cruisy. We, pick, we picked a six-year degree. Anyway, so that's my win, you guys. I'm just, I'm exhausted. <laughs> my win, I'll have to think about it. Um, <laughs> circle hmm. back, shall we? Circle back. <laughs> back to me. Um I okay how about my win I just I FaceTime my best friend for like five hours we just sat there together that's my win nice just you know sitting with my bestie um and now I'm also sitting with another bestie you Beth oh that's nice let's take that in yeah connecting connecting and we're sitting with all our friends who are listening right now yeah you guys are my besties as well yeah exactly um yeah, that is such a vibe. I tell you what, everyone I speak to at the moment, Abby, is struggling. Like the <laughs> energy of the moment, like Scorpio season really said, fuck your happiness. 
And I felt that like it is the most, oh my God. Like literally everyone I talked to is just like, like, how are you going? They're like, it's like, we are on like K 49 of a 50 K marathon. You know what I mean? Like we are just at the last slog and it feels brutal. We are also, as we're recording this. So when this drops, we are two weeks away. It'll be, um, the next week, I'm pretty sure, will be an eclipse. We're coming into eclipse season. Oh. Uh, the energy is intense. Beth, don't tell me that. Energy is a lot. I have been, I know, I've been <laughs> noticing like, and this ties in nicely with my whinge for the week at the moment. Um, I've gotten hard into the coffees again. I'm back on oh, the caffeine. I've never, well, way. I've always been big on the coffee. I go through real phases where I like, I will not have any caffeine. Cause I really, I truly have a very low tolerance for it. Like so low. And so I go it through does, real phases yeah. where I'm like, no, I don't need it right now. And then that's great. Um, but I've just actually been needing it. So I've been so shattered. I've been yeah. so burnt out that I'm like, I actually just need caffeine to like get through my minimum requirements of life. Um, yeah, I feel and that. Yeah. That is, that is my whinge is that, um, I'm like heavy relying on coffee again and I can't handle it. Like I just have such a low tolerance. Like I you just had an iced coffee before. It was delicious. Gloria Jeans. Is that a, oh. is that an Australia wide thing or is it just? Yes. A yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Gloria Jeans. Oh, how good. Big iced coffee fan. I love watching like videos of people making like Starbucks in America. Yes. Like I could watch Starbucks videos for like five hours. I yes. love them. Um, yes. So Gloria Jeans, you can get that like flavored coffee. It's basically just like a dessert that you drink. Um, mm. And I got like a salted caramel, like iced coffee, <sighs> frappe, whatever the heck, like really sweet, barely tastes like coffee, right? Yes. I could hear my heartbeat. Like it was, it must have had like three or four shots in it because <laughs> I was watching a virtual training and I was like drinking this thing because it was so tasty. I couldn't taste the coffee. And it was like when you have a like strong cocktail that you don't realize. Yeah. And I just, I just went to stand up and I was like, whoo. I was like, whoo. I I got to tell you, coffee rarely does the right thing for me. It rarely actually wakes me up. <laughs> It's like, I'm now like, initially you're just like anxious and then you're just like anxious, but sweaty, <laughs> but ready to go. It's just, it's a lot. You're ready to go, but you don't know where. Yeah. It's a lot. You're just zooming. <laughs> you're just zooming around the room. So yeah, that's yeah. the whinge is that, um, yeah, I'm back on the coffees and I shouldn't be, and it's not, it doesn't make me feel great, but I'm just needing it at the moment. Cause I'm yeah. just shattered. I'm shattered. I, 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 I always, mean, it's always this time of year like it's just that end of year slog like everything gets really hard everything gets really busy you know what I mean like Mm. social calendars fill up there's so many events there's so many things to squeeze in before Christmas you also add on Christmas shopping on top of that I'm not saying this in a way to stress everyone out that's potentially listening um but just (laughs) so that you guys know that like it's real and we're all kind of going through yeah muck of it um but I guess oh my win for the week is that I actually just sat down and I finalized I haven't started my Christmas shopping, but I have a very specific list of what I'm going to grab. So I know I've thought about what everyone wants. I, oh I don't, I'm very blessed. That I don't actually have to shop for like many people. Um, yay, no friends. <laughs> um, but the people that I do shop for, I've made a list. And so come Black Friday, come the 26th oh, or 27th of November, I am getting everything on sale and I'm just going to rule the roost. So that's my win is I just feel super organized because now I'm really clear and I know exactly how much money to spend. Obviously I hoping to save some on black Friday. Um, but yeah, I'm feeling really on top of that, which is great. I haven't started the actual shopping, but having a really clear idea of it has helped me. So if you are someone that puts off your shopping and it causes stress, just, I literally just then I just wrote down all the people I would want to buy for. And then I was just like, okay, like, you know, what are they like? What could I possibly get them? And I was like, I'll just write down one suggestion for each. And then I was like, in a matter of 10 minutes, I was like, oh, I just did that. Like I chose. So, uh, well, I mean, you're, t- you're talking to a last minute Linda over here. So last minute Linda. <laughs> <laughs> that is interesting. <laughs> I like literally uh, Mystic Millennials, Last Minute Linda, she loves Sally. We yeah. love alliteration. I've got one for everything. Um, we love 
alliteration as much as we love coffee and selenite <laughs> the crystal selenite. oh yeah vibe. <laughs> episode won't be out yet but you'll see you'll see you yeah. guys come episode nine you guys will we have an amazing crystal expert coming on with us and we'll probably yeah, talk we about we recorded well. that yesterday and it was basically just us forming the selenites number one fan club yeah <laughs> it's a very long drawn out um brag about how good selenite is <laughs> a very long sales pitch about why you should buy selenite <laughs> the best. basically so good it truly um, is i love that for us i feel like we've rambled <laughs> <laughs> oh god but this is fine you know we were both um you know yeah. getting we're so lucky we've been getting some amazing feedback from you guys and thank you so much and continue to share because we really want to you know understand what to bring forward but everyone has been loving spicy q a episode yeah. number four. it turns Which... out you guys love when we dribble shit and we're hell good at it so we can keep doing it you know what i mean we sure are yeah and also um remembering that the giveaway is going to be going on still yes when this episode is released yeah next week so remember to um enter that as well if you're listening for your chance to win it's on our instas um but yeah it's been so nice to get that feedback and have it like out there Mm. and be like oh my gosh people are listening I it's know, so exciting. So good. And so this episode, we really wanted to show to you guys, showcase that we are listening and we're taking on your feedback. And so, um, yeah, today we're bringing together another kind of just conversational episode. Um, we're talking away about, you know, what to do, blah, blah, blah. You can obviously tell we're in pretty hyper moods. It was hard to concentrate. Um, <laughs> but we were talking about um, myth busting mysticism. Because, you know, as we said, we, we recorded an episode yesterday where we interviewed um, our most favorite crystal expert um, to get the early goss. Her, her name is Jenna San- Sansom. You can find her on um, at Terran Crystals on Instagram or Jenna Sansom. We'll link it. Um, definitely re- get, get into her stuff. Uh, we have a podcast yeah. coming out at the end of November with her. Um, but mm. we had this like amazing conversation about all these shoulds and shouldn'ts that are shared about mysticism. Um, and it was a really interesting conversation and it just really sparked so much discussion between us. Uh, and mm. me and Abby really wanted to dive into that deeper and yeah, really share that it doesn't have to look one way. Yeah, And we can kind of really make our mystical and spiritual practices our own. So I guess that's kind of what we want to bring forward today. And I guess, Abby, like, what's your kind of experience with that? Like, did you have any misconceptions coming into like the spiritual space of what it might look like? Absolutely. I mean, first of all, the shoulds and shouldn'ts and like my perceived idea of what it meant to be spiritual or what it meant to be mystical, like a modern mystic, it like created, I created my own barriers to like Mm. embracing that because I thought I had to be a certain way, look a certain way, talk a certain way, act a certain way. Um, And so when I realized like, I'm just me with, I'm not one thing. I am, I am me and I have my mystic side. I have my spiritual side. Mm. Um, And when I realized that I was just like, cool, this is fun. It's meant to be fun. So that was probably my major misconception that it was, it was really serious and it had all these rules um, and conditions of entry and it doesn't. Mm. Whatever that may be, there's so many that I have in my head, but whatever that may be, just remembering mysticism, any modality that's spiritual or mystic, it's a tool. There's no rules. It's just a tool. No rules. Oh my God, I love that because it's so true. It's just a tool. It's it's not, it doesn't make up who you are. Like your your person and your way of moving through life does not change by embracing your spiritual side, by embracing your inner mystic. It's just Mm. an extra thing that you can utilize to connect with yourself and to have fun and to bring joy back. Like, cause that's what we were talking about before when we jumped on, like, you know, spirituality is all these things are just tools to help us live a more aligned life. 
Like, you know, it's not about changing who we are and what we do. And that's something that I've been working through majorly, like um, with my amazing life coach, Remy Gordon. Um, I very much recommend checking them out. They put out such beautiful, beautiful content around, um, you know, just well-being and being really balanced um, with the spiritual. And, you know, I realized I literally had this kind of breakthrough like last week, like ever since I got on a spiritual journey, I have not had a day off from it. You know what I mean? I have not had a day where I haven't been, you know, watching a video on astrology or pulling tarot or researching crystals or, um, you know, studying a course or, or anything like that. And these tools are all things that I love. They're all things that make me feel so amazing. They're all things that lift me the fuck up and brighten me up and make me just feel so myself. But I forgot what it was like to just be a quote unquote normal person. And I forgot what it was like to not feel like I had to do these things. It's like Mm. I'd gotten to this point where I was like, it it was chores and my Mm. to-do list was endless. I was talking to my business coach. I've got all the coaches, big fan of it. Um, I was talking to my business coach, um, Gabrielle Bentley, and she was asking me, you know, um, Cause I was just like, I'm just so busy. I'm like flat out. I'm like, I've just been so stressed lately. And she was like, well, how much time are you devoting to the business? And I was like, well, she was like, no, no, like not like study or like a course. Like how much time are you devoting to your business? Like admin and readings and those sorts of things. And I was like, well, actually like not much when I looked at it in comparison to all these other things that I was adding on top. And she was like, well, why do you feel like you have to do all of these things? And I was like, I don't fucking know. (laughs) But I've just gotten to this point where I just built up all these things. And I was like, every day I have to meditate and I have to pull cards and I have to journal Mm. and I constantly have to be introspective and questioning everything that I think and really healing myself. Um, But I was like, holy fuck, like I've just built up so many expectations of what I should be doing that I wasn't enjoying any of it and it wasn't helping me. It was just hindering me and it was separating me from myself. And so that's been a really conscious effort for me in terms of for me to become more spiritual and more aligned. I've actually had to drop a lot of things and I've mm-hmm. had to just allow myself space to actually just like be a fucking person and like be a human, have a day. Like on Sunday, I like did not check my Instagram, my business Instagram once. I didn't pull a card. I didn't meditate. I also didn't think about, oh, I have to do all these things. I woke up. I had a sleepover at my friend's house. I woke up. I had breakfast. I went to Ikea. I came home and I watched a bunch of movies and it was amazing. And I felt so well rested and so aligned. And I just think this is such a, that's why I really wanted to talk about this is just that shout out to people. Like you don't have to have this big to-do list when it comes to like your healing or being a mystic or being on a spiritual path. Like just like, it's okay to actually be like a human. (laughs) Yeah, literally, because that's in the end, that's what we're here to experience, right? The human Mm. experience. And so um, these practices, any spiritual practices, any rituals that you're doing, it's just coming back to yourself. And it's that alignment, as you said, it's coming back to who you truly are. And, um, you know, in the end, it should only be adding fun. Mm. And when there is, I think that's a really great check that I've also, um, I went through a couple of months ago as well. When I found myself feeling like I had to do this Mm. to identify as a spiritual person or identify as a mystical person or just be someone who's into self-development, as soon as I felt like I had to do a certain thing, that's when I knew I should drop it because it should just be adding fun. And I'm not saying that means that like meditating is always, you go always going to be skipping to go and meditate or whatever. <laughs> there's going to be times. There's no, we're not always. Sit still. <laughs> but yeah, having that check in with yourself. Yeah. Is so important. And I, I saw this TikTok the other day. I think it was like, I'm pretty sure it was Emma Chamberlain, her voiceover being like, 
I realized the reason, like I was spending all day in bed and I realized the reason is because I was in bed, but I was worrying about and feeling guilty about being in bed. So I was never actually allowing myself to rest. Mm. And I was just like, oh shit. Yeah. (laughs) Cause it feels like you're it, isn't it? It just, there's such a like guilt and there's such a feeling of like letting yourself down which makes no sense because Mm. I don't know like I just have found like ever since I kind of got on this journey like there's a lot of information that shares that you know you've got to nail the morning practice like you've got to meditate daily you've got to do all these things you've got to show up and like yeah that's true in a sense but like and it it can be really helpful for a couple weeks like sending yourself like Mm. a mini challenge but I don't know that long-term that's the best for everyone. I don't think that's for some people. Yeah. 100% like the morning practice is like such a powerful thing, but I think we've got to allow ourselves space to, and that's something that we can kind of myth bust with that is like, you've got to allow space for flexibility and you've got to allow space for yourself to kind of honor where you're at. And so like, for me, I do like little like seven or 14 day things. So I'll be like, I'm going to do this for seven days, or I'm going to do this for two weeks, or maybe I'll do this for a month. Um, But I can't just say, I'm going to do this one thing in the morning every day because not only do I eventually, I get bored of it because I get bored super easy. Gemini rising. Hello. Get bored super easy. <laughs> don't do it. Feel so guilty for not doing yes. it. Feel so much pressure about it. Like, oh, it can just like, it can just stack up. And I think we need to, yeah, like you said, we need to like actually just take stock of it because it can, it can stack up without you even realizing. Yeah, exactly. And like, if it's straining you, then that's... <laughs> that's when you're like hmm let's have a look at this Mm. but yeah it's it's interesting and something like I've seen Maddie Balsh um post about a lot is is saying like you don't have to be consistent drop Mm. consistency and that's like that's a bit triggering to hear Mm. sometimes but I totally agree because as soon as I dropped my need to be consistent or be like disciplined I think it's more disciplined rather than consistency Mm. fact check me um (laughs) tbc tbc (laughs) I am the same I do like some like I'm doing a gym challenge at the moment because I really struggle with that that um doing the same thing and going to the gym every day um and so what I'm doing during the challenge is taking stock, what am I really enjoying during it? What, like, what makes me feel really, really cool? And from that, once I get past my barrier (laughs) of being consistent and doing the thing, I can then be like, oh, cool. I'm going to take this aspect. I'm going to take that aspect and I'm going to make my own, my own thing out of it. I'm going to pick what works for me. Mm, And that's the same with anything and particularly spiritual tools and practices as well picking what works for you you don't have to like everyone's posting something that you need like EFT tapping you need EFT tapping for blah 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 blah. or you need to meditate every day for blah 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 blah. this is the best for this um and that gets freaking overwhelming you don't need any of it you don't need any of it it. is that it's the overwhelm isn't it it's the actual Mm, it is there's so much oh just feeling like what like what can I even oh my god how will I have time for it all like that's the thing that I always think of you know what I mean Mm, and feeling like there's another thing you need to do Mm. there's another thing you need to do to heal there's another thing you need to know there's another thing you need to learn that's one thing that endless it does feel endless and that's Mm. that's kind of the the trap that we can get in um like we're always saying like how many courses we're doing. <laughs> That's something I always have to check myself with. I'm like, am I doing this course? Cause I'm genuinely excited about it. Mm. Or am I doing it because I feel like I'm, I don't know enough. Am I, mm. is it like a not enoughness? Is it a feeling of not being an authority? Is it a feeling of, you know, I guess lack and like out of fear rather than out of love. So, mm. you know, that can come up in a lot of instances. <laughs> In all the things, and yeah, in we're all the so guilty of doing all the courses and having all the. <laughs> and we love it. Doing Don't get us wrong. We um, love it. 
but yeah, it is also, I've totally gone through that, you know, in this past couple months, I've, I've had a lot of support, which I've loved, but I've realized that I've actually, not that I've had too much, but I haven't actually given myself the space to really show up fully because I've just had so many things on. And I think that's probably like a, like a cool thing to share with people is like, if you're finding you're in that spot, like have a look at what, what's lighting you up the most, you know, myself and my, my coach Remy, we just did this this week. Um, and we looked at, okay, like what, what really makes me feel the best. And then looking at how can I find different ways to do that? So for me, it it was meditation. I love meditating. It just makes me feel so amazing. But again, when I've just got this massive to-do list, I just feel like, oh my God, where am I going to find the time? And so we made a beautiful list of all the different ways we can meditate. And that's something that can be cool to talk on as well. Like meditation does not mean sitting on a pillow with no thoughts for an hour. Yes. Oh my God. Let's hit the meditation myth busters. Holy shit. When I first heard about meditation, I thought it was all about um, sitting on the top of a mountain in no thoughts, no thoughts, (laughs) just vibes. No (laughs) No thoughts, vibes only. Thank you. (laughs) Only calm vibes only. Um, And you know, that's, I guess, I have a, a stereotypical image in my head of, of just being like a, a peaceful hippie, uh, like just meditating um, on a pillow uh, with nothing nothing around you. But it's not about that at all. Not about no. that at all. Mm-mm. And another thing, I thought you had to meditate for ages. No, ma'am. You don't have to meditate, bro. No, ma'am. As- no, ma'am. That's something that really, really got me to meditate and find that I enjoyed it was allowing myself to assess at the start of the day or whenever part of the day, what do I require right now? Is it two minutes of meditation? Is it a guided meditation? Is it a mantra meditation? And this probably goes into you saying the different types of way we can meditate because there are so many different ways. Hundred percent. Like you can, and that's what myself and Remy worked through. Is we listed all these different ways. Like you can meditate. You can meditate while you're moving. You can meditate while you're walking. If you're walking and you are wanting some real downtime, you can literally repeat mantras in your mind while Mm. you walk. That is a form of meditation. You can meditate while you stretch. You can. I mean, meditation really is just about kind of dropping the conscious mind, the logical mind and allowing your subconscious to step forward. You can meditate while you dance because when you dance, you're so in your body, your logical mind isn't thinking. You can meditate um, through, like you said, you can meditate through mantras. Um, You can meditate through, I like to repeat affirmations with um, have a mala beads um Mm. which is a i think it's like 180 bead kind of um necklace so you do a chant for each bead um that's a really great way for me you know my mind wanders easily so i like that i have something tangible to hold on to and i just repeat something um totally up to you you can you can do whatever you can um i've done a course with natalia benson where in her morning one um you chant ahamprama, ahamprama, that is I am love, I'm pretty sure, something of the likeness. Um, and you can also just make up your own. You know, when I was in a phase of working with money, I would go, I am magnetic to abundance, I am magnetic to abundance, I am magnetic to mm. abundance, and I'll chant that. And that's a really cool way to kind of, if you find that you're when you're meditating, your mind just kind of wanders, and also that's kind of the point of meditating. TBH. It is. Um but that can be a great way if you're kind of wanting something to give you a bit of structure. Uh, you can meditate with like hypnosis, you know, like hypnosis videos. Guided meditations are obviously incredible. There's so many out there like on YouTube. There's like yes. a, a billion of them. So many free apps um, as well. So many free apps. You can also meditate through like EFT tapping is a really great mm-hmm. way to kind of, again, tap into that conscious mind. Um if you haven't um, heard of EFT tapping before, I hadn't heard of it um, until maybe like a year, six months ago. I just heard people talking about tapping and I was like, what's this tapping? What do you mean? Um, what do you mean? What you are we tapping? EFT tapping, Gala Darling on YouTube oh, and she's Instagram. Of course. Queen. Um, but it's basically queen. you tap on the meridian points of your body whilst kind of like chanting and saying mantras. Um, that's really powerful. But they're, 
there are all these ways. And I just found that really cool. And um, there is no really one way to do it. Explore. There's no one way. There's no right or wrong way um, to do it. Like for me, when I yeah. meditate, I actually have to like sway my body. Like mm. I can't just sit physically still. I have to sway my body. And I really like to hum or like sing through my throat. I find that really mm. just that really drops me into my body. Um, just, just doing whatever, honestly, just do whatever feels natural. Really allow your body to just to just go for it. And you know I also what? really oh yeah, you go. Sorry. When you said that you you sway when you sit, I actually um find it really uncomfortable to sit. I've suffered a lot with chronic pain. And so a a thing that I felt really ashamed about was that I wanted to lay down while to meditate, but everyone's like, don't lay down. So I lay down to meditate. I put a pillow under my legs that. and it's just Perfect. far more comfortable for mm-hmm. my body. Um and I mean, the caveat to that is if you think that you'll fall asleep while meditating, then probably laying down isn't the best for you, but you don't have to sit a certain way. You can lay down. You can have your legs uncrossed, crossed. Sit on the couch. You can sit I love on just the sitting couch. on the couch to meditate or like listen to like a guided hypnosis. I love just plonking myself on the couch. Like how good. I will literally just wake up and sit in bed in my pajamas. Like I will literally yes. wake up put in my AirPods, put on a guided meditation and lay there in my pajamas. Like you do not have to like get up and have had a lemon water and be in workout clothes in a certain area of your house to meditate, like with a journal and 10 crystals. Like you can literally just like, yeah, get roll out of bed. I do that all the time. I just sit in my pajamas. I'll often do like a workout just in my nighty, like, cause I'll just like work. I'll Same. just do some dancing. I'll do some stretching. I'll do a move, some movement. And then I'll just plonk down and do some, you know, some meditation, like how good. I used to do it on the train. I used to do it on the train on my way yes. to work. Yes. Um, just close my eyes. It's just so not, busy. Just no not while driving. driving. I feel like we just want to. Not while wanna, driving. Not while driving. <laughs> there are certain things that you shouldn't do. You shouldn't meditate while driving. Use, use I, your discernment. <laughs> I know we've just spent like half an hour being like, there's no shoulds and shouldn'ts. You shouldn't meditate. Do whatever you want. <laughs> Don't be a danger to society. <laughs> just to clarify um but yeah I'm so glad we talked about meditation because that's and yeah like um I'd love you to share that bit around um because I know we both kind of have that similar philosophy like meditation isn't about having no thoughts yes it's literally the opposite it's about <laughs> coming back into the present right mm. so our I mean, I did the MindSpo, if anyone um, is familiar, MindSpo, I did their meditation method. And if you want to dive deeper into particularly mantra meditation, that's the one they teach. But it's literally about just calling out when you're having a thought. <laughs> one of my meditations is breathing in and in. And I say a, a mantra, breathing out, I say a different I can't, you're not meant to say it out loud. So that's why I'm not saying it out loud. I don't actually know why, but anyway, um, if I start, (laughs) (laughs) that's a should or shouldn't, I don't know. Anyway, next episode, (laughs) I'll research it. (laughs) But if I have a thought, I call it out. I'm like thinking you're thinking. And then I go back into the, Mm. it's about coming back out of the mind, into the body, into the present moment. And if you're having thoughts, it's about recognizing them and recognizing you are not your thoughts. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, and it's not, yeah. it doesn't mean you're bad at meditation and it doesn't mean that. It um, means you're doing it. You're doing a bad it in brain. Mean. It means that you're, you're doing it. Cause you're like, Oh, I'm thinking, I'm just going to come back to the breath. Now I'm just going to come back yes. to the mantra. I'm going to come back to the affirmation, whatever it is that you're doing. Um, and if you yeah, have to do that a hundred times during your meditation, you have to, it's, that's amazing. That is a high quality meditation. If you have to do it one time, high quality meditation, mm. it's all perfect. I've had some meditations where I will like, you know, sit in my bed or wherever I'm doing it that day. I will take two deep breaths and I am fucking gone. Like I am fully in meditation. Yeah, tapped like, in. I am so out of my body. Like I'm just so, I've just dropped in so deeply, so quickly. And there are other times where I'll sit there for 20 minutes and the whole time I'm like, oh, and I've got to do this after and I've got to, okay, I'm thinking, Mm. oh, but I have to do this. Okay, I'm thinking. Some days I'll literally just keep a journal there and I'll just quickly write it out and then just close my eyes again. 
Right yes, now, I say like because you think of all this shit it. you have to do. Oh, there's a lot of shit we gotta do. So, <laughs> much. so much. But there's nothing wrong with that. And I still yeah. at the end of it, I'll be like, okay, because it's actually that's what I needed that day is I needed that yeah. space to get everything out of my brain onto paper. Some days mm-hmm. I need to fully jump into my subconscious and meet my guides and have like and get out of my body and into the more subconscious realm. And some days I just need a moment to process what the fuck is going on. You know what I mean? Yeah. And just and just trusting that whatever comes up that day is all good and you're not meditating wrong and you're not um you're not doing it, you know, incorrectly. It's just mm. you're just getting what you need at that at that moment exactly oh exactly 100 percent. and removing any guilt that you have around it remove please mm. and just here. remove nope. i no no thank you no ma'am i had no, so ma'am. much so much guilt uh, if i like thinking i'm doing it wrong thinking oh i didn't do it this day mm. it's all good it's all, it's all good we're all good vibes. it's all good um but kind of thinking about how it looks as well. Sometimes I do like to use crystals while meditating. Sometimes I'm meditating on the train. Mm-hmm. And so I'd, um, I'd love to hear your perspective on that. Do you, what's, what's the go with how do you like to use different things, maybe essential oils during meditation? Yeah, I definitely I have a few different things. And again, it's, it's really just, it's, it's whatever I kind of feel like in the day. Um, mm. I actually like to keep um, on my desk. I've got a little collection and I keep a couple essential oils and I keep a couple of crystals. Um, and again, it's just going with whatever the thing with working with crystals. Again, there are, and same with oils. Uh, there are obviously there, there are correlations between oils and crystals, depending on, the moon phase depending on the zodiac season depending on the day or week like there are certain things that a lot of people will say you know may say you know only work with these crystals on on a friday only work with this kind of an oil when you're coming into a waxing balsamic moon or whatever the fuck but like you know i'm just (laughs) i've just so dropped that expectation and so Mm -hmm. i just kind of go with go with the flow one of my beautiful friends ashley she um she has studied with um, essential oils and she's made me a couple oil mixes, uh, like in roller balls. I definitely never recommend working with just essential oil. You have to, like, I again, I rarely say you should or shouldn't. This is actually a safety thing. Like you should never just work with a pure oil. It needs to be yeah. kind of diffused and used with a, you know, um, like a fractionated like coconut oil or almond oil or something like that. Um, that's just a tip. Cause I see that a lot is people like just putting just straight um, essential oils on their hands yeah. or whatever, putting them in their mouth. That literally like freaks me out so much. We are not supposed to ingest them. This is just a, yeah, I'm going on a tangent again. I don't say should or shouldn't easily. This is a, this is an actual science thing. Um, <laughs> if you're not sure, please speak to a like actual like naturopath, but anyways, side note um but yeah I have a couple blends I have one for like meditation that makes me feel really calm and I have Mm. one for motivation which makes me feel really alive I'll use either one for meditation it doesn't matter like some days I want to I go into my um meditation feeling really blind so I actually want to come out of it feeling like amazing yes working with different things and just the more you work with a variety, you can realize what makes you feel lit up and what makes you feel zen. And you can kind of, yeah. and everything in between. And so yeah. you can kind of have that there. Um, same with crystals. I don't believe that there's a right or wrong way to use them. I don't think that there's a right crystal for a right day. Um, obviously there are certain crystals that for me, you know, make me feel really grounded versus making me feel really light and airy and fun. Um, you know, if I'm having a day where I'm feeling like I really want to ground, like I'm really struggling with where I'm at, um, black tourmaline is my most favorite crystal to work with. I've got about six of them around the place. Um, that's an we energy love. that makes me feel really grounded. 
Mm. Um, but for some people, amethyst is really grounding, you know, like, which, yeah, which for me, amethyst makes me feel like I'm like on top of a cloud. Like it really connects me deeply to my intuition. And so Mm. I have to be really careful with when I work with amethyst, I used to keep it by my bed, but I can't anymore because I just was having the craziest dreams. Um, because it just awakens up my intuition so much. Wow. Um, you know, for me, it feels like home for me. Yeah. It's very, I guess my, probably my Pisces, but yeah, it's just very calming for me. I love it. I love that. And like, for me, like rose quartz is super calming. Whereas for Mm. rose, you know, for some people, rose quartz is really stimulating. It brings that bubbly, happy joy energy. Whereas for me, it makes me feel super Zen. So Mm. yeah, like again, dropping the shoulds and shouldn'ts, like where, and that's something that we do talk about, um, you know, in the episode coming out at the end of November with Jenna from Terran Crystals is, you know, trusting that intuition and going with the flow when it comes to working with crystals. Some days I like to, you know, if I want to meditate with one, I'll just kind of put it on my bedside table. Some days I'll put it in my hands. Some days I will lay down and put it on my heart or my third eye or my crown. Like I'll put it on my actual body. Um, again, there's no right way to right or wrong way to work with your crystals you don't have Mm. to do a certain meditation to connect with it you can just kind of hold it or you know put it near you and you know while you're meditating while you're in that kind of um really conscious space of really consciously thinking about your thoughts you know you can bring your thoughts to that crystal or Maybe you're wanting to work with a family. Maybe you've got a beautiful, you know, a piece of jewelry or a diary or something of a family member that you're wanting to connect with. Whatever it is that feels special to you, um, you can hold that in meditation and connect with it. Like, again, there's mm. no um, there's no one way to, to kind of go into it. As long as you're going into it, like you said before, with that intention of love, you're coming from a place of, you know, really just wanting to explore and heal. Um, there's no... I mean, in my experience, you can't go wrong as long as you don't mm. ingest essential oils. <laughs> I'm like, really? I'm like really quite aggressive about it. Please let's educate <laughs> about the essential oil. Okay. <laughs> that's hilarious. But yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. It's all about the intentionality. Intentionality is everything. Um, and I'm exactly the same. I'm definitely a vibe it out kind of gal. I'll just vibe it out. See what feels good. Um, straight vibe. I'm not great with people telling me that there is um, one good crystal for one thing and one good essential oil for one thing. I'm not going to follow that. <laughs> no, I can um, do what, and you know, it's actually so interesting. My friend Ash, when, when she did that essential oil course, she said mm. like, depending on, because each oil, similar to like crystals and colors, each oil kind of connects with a different area of life you know, a different part of our body, like in terms of like chakra system and those sorts of things. Mm. If you've got a, you know, what might smell and feel amazing to work with for someone might feel really quite repulsive and gross for you, depending on your experience. If there is a, um, if there is an oil that deals with self-expression and someone's really confident with how they express, they're going to love working with that. They're going to feel like that smells amazing and just like want to bathe in it. Whereas if you're someone that feels that maybe has some trauma around expressing yourself, that feels like they can't express themselves. They're not safe to, to be authentic um, in who Mm. they are. That might be something that you're like, oh my God, I really feel like I don't love how that smells. I don't want that around me. Um, So that is another thing is like trusting your gut because what is right for someone is not right for someone else. And yeah, if, if you see someone being like, this is the only oil that you should work with for this emotion or whatever, just be like that no. seems <laughs> suspicious <laughs> that seems yeah it seems suspicious um yeah for sure um so one thing that popped into my mind yeah was you said earlier connecting with your guides and this is one thing that was a huge block for me and something i didn't think was for me before i was mm more into um, my spiritual journey. And that's a big myth that I kind of wanted to bring up, that these Mm. are abilities to connect with our guides, to connect with the universe. It's not a gift. It's not reserved for special people. It's not reserved for just Beth or just me. We all have this ability. Um, And something I was 
kind of hmm, afraid of, I guess, is connecting or allowing myself to connect back to that. I thought that I was being stupid or that I was placing my power outside of myself or, um, yeah, basically that I would just be silly to trust Mm. that or to connect with that. Um, So that's something I wanted to bring up off the back of that as well. And I'd love to hear your experience with kind of developing and and moving into that. Mm, Yeah, I think, and I love that what you said at the start, because it's so true, like it's our our intuition uh, is our birthright. Like we are born with a connection to our intuition, with our connection to our guides, to our past lives, to energy. And it's something that we are trained out of, you know, mm-hmm. we're told that it's not normal, that it's weird, that it's not real um, and we forget. And so it really is a reconnection to that part of ourselves mm-hmm. um, in terms of connecting to guides. Yeah. I completely resonate. Like I, I never thought I was intuitive. I never thought I could do any of that. And I guess for me, when I meant, when I talk about connecting with my guides, like I'm not talking about, for me, I don't see or hear them necessarily. It's not like I'm sitting in meditation over my eyes and I see like a spirit come towards me. It's not like I hear them whispering to me or anything like that. For some people it is depending on, you know, um, their clear senses, which is that, um, that intuitive kind of psychic ability. Um, Mm. it can manifest in some different ways, which we can talk about in a sec if you like as well. Um, yeah, but what's really cool is like, yeah, depending on, you know, for me, I see them through my mind's eye. So when I'm meditating, I kind of visualize um, these figures coming to me um, and I can just kind of tell their, their messages that come through. Um, that's my clear senses is I'm clear and I'm just Googling them because I can never remember which one is clairvoyant, clear cognizant. Yeah. So clairvoyant, clairaudience, clairsentience, clairaliance, clair, clairgustance. I haven't heard of that one. And claircognizance. So I am claircognizant. So I, this is a clear knowing. This is just a knowing. So I do not hear the messages. I do not see the messages. I know exactly what my guides are sharing with me. And I know exactly what energy is coming towards me. It's like a transmission. It just pops into my brain like a thought. And I just, and it's, but it's not even a thought of like, oh, maybe it's like, I know this to be true. Mm. Um, And so for me, when I'm meditating, yeah, I might see my guides. A lot of times I don't, I sometimes just get that thought come through. Um, But you're, you know, we all have guides. We all have our spirit team, whether it's ancestors from our family that we know, maybe it's ancestors that were long before us. Um, It also just can be, there are just spirits and souls who are assigned to our spirit team and they're here to help us, whether maybe we knew them in a past life. Um, One of my guides, I worked with her in a past life. Um, which I'd love to talk about one day. I think we could do a past life episode. That would be really cool. Oh, yeah. Because um, I've done quite a few past life regressions and stuff. But yeah, one of my guides I've worked with in a past life. Um, you know, our guides can also just be maybe they're um, like different kind of energetic beings. Um, I know of people who have like Palladians um, as their, you know, um, spirit guides who are Palladians are, yeah, like a, a star seed, which I'm not even going to go into because I would be absolutely sh- dog shit at explaining it. I, th- um, I think we might get someone on about that. <laughs> we might just have to. We might just have to. We'll put it on the yeah. list. Um, yeah. But yeah, there's there's basically all different types of energetic beings and souls who who can be our spirit team. They're here to guide us. I found mm. in my experience, um, I have I have three guides that I'm working with at the moment. It used to be two. I, I got a newbie. Um, which is exciting, but they're always well, there. It's just like I became aware um, yes. of, of them. Uh, mm. What I love so much about me being able to connect with my guides is I just feel like I can just drop into a meditation or I can even just like take a couple of breaths and I can just ask for some guidance. And mm-hmm. um, it's really beautiful because I never... It's like less lonely <laughs> and it also helps me realize the big picture of I'm not just on this alone and I'm also not just doing this for me 
you know yeah. I'm not just doing this for me I'm doing this for other people I'm I'm doing this for my spirit team like they're celebrating me and they're you know they're helping me um mm. connect with myself uh so yeah it, connecting with guides looks super different for everyone I had heaps of fear around it I also had heaps of doubt um I remember when I first started working with my coach Gabrielle Bentley I did her course psychic school um I'd never even heard of the Claire senses I'd never even really heard of I've heard of working with your guides but I had no idea what the fuck that meant um and in our classes we would like she would help me get into this kind of like psychic state and then call my guides forward and um we would talk to them and I would kind of speak they would kind of speak through me and I would have so much fear about opening my mouth and sharing what I knew. Cause I have that, I have that clear cognizance. I knew what they were telling me, but I had so much fear to acknowledge it. Cause I was like, what if I'm wrong? Mm, and, and it's that analytical mind coming in being like, but how do I rationalize this? Yeah. How can I prove it? How can I prove there's this no right? rationalizing. There's no rationalizing. And that's the thing. And that's, and, and it's just come through practice has allowed me to help with that. And yeah, now I, I utilize my guides, you know, if I'm having a really tough week, I'll kind of drop into meditation. I'll be like, Oh, my man's like, you gotta, you gotta help. Like my dudes, I, I, if I go to like a breath work or something, I will like have a chat to my guides for him. I'll be like, can you just like do a chuck a little bit of Reiki on me? That'd be great. Um, when working with my business, so my newer guide, um, she really helps me with my business. So understanding, okay, what direction can I take? Um, those sorts of things, um, great ways to kind of connect with your guides. And again, similar thing, trusting the intuition, um, but automatic writing, can be really great so just kind of sitting in meditation again just getting into that kind of state where you're just kind of observing your thoughts not so much letting them run your run the show um yes. and then I like to pop on some soft music and I'll just write and I'll just write whatever comes through um you know you can say I, I'm not louder in your mind's eye you can say um I'd really like to speak to one of my guys can you please you know um you know I'm going to be journaling. Do you mind sharing some information with me? You know, do you, I'm struggling with this part of my life. Mm. A, a lot of people could really, you know, um, I come from a religious background. It is a lot like praying, you know, and I think that's yeah. why I actually had a lot of resistance to it. Because me was, too. Yeah. <laughs> but it is, I, it's, it's totally kind of, the same. Yeah. It, it really is just kind of speaking out loud and allowing this bigger energy to provide support and relief and yeah and that's that can come up too is that resistance because yeah for me I was like I feel like I'm praying and I don't really resonate with that anymore (laughs) I I had the same struggle like because I was very resistant to uh, I went to a Catholic school I grew up Catholic I had um a lot of uh, resistance towards Mm. Catholicism because of like experiences and seeing how people act and and as a child I was just like "Mm, doesn't line up Mm. (laughs) anyway um so when I was stepping into my faith in terms of spirituality I had a lot of a lot of trouble doing that so I totally resonate um one thing I wanted to say as well is just say how I connect with my guides and kind of what that looks like for Mm. me um, hundred percent. The free writing, first of all, is so good because it really takes you out of your mind into your body, into your body, allowing yourself to write and not let that pesky mind get in the way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just allowing yourself to write. So, if you're someone who struggles with that, highly recommend free journaling. Just setting a timer, even two minutes to begin with, and and even if you start being like, I fucking hate this. I don't know what to write. Blah 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 blah. blah something will start to come through. Yes. And if it doesn't, it's okay. Yes. Try again another day. Um, so again. I that that was one thing that I really wanted to say because I am, although I'm a Pisces, I'm also highly analytical with my little my little Virgo energy. So <laughs> that's something I really struggled with. But so how it comes through for me. Mm. I get visions um, and I also, I have a lot of, um, a lot of different ways. Same thing. I'll get transmissions um, and I'll feel it come through the back of my head. Oh, Very cool. random. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Back of my head, it comes through and that's where the information comes in. I'll also see visions. Um, for example, during Reiki sessions, I'll see um, symbols or visions, um, which usually whatever the meaning it has to me is the message that kind of has to come through. Yeah. Um, 
so for example, in one um, Reiki session, I had I saw a flower come through a very specific flower Mm. and I knew it was the person's grandmother and other than the meaning I had to usually whoever the guide is will show me something that makes sense to me in my life so then I can relay it to someone else or or apply it to myself as well Um, but then when I told the person who the client she said oh my gosh, my grandma had a garden full of those flowers when I was growing up. So it'll be things like that for me, just like Mm. really random images that will come through that by themselves, you're like, that has no, that has no meaning. Mm. But usually the, the instant meaning that is familiar to me or that I assign to it is usually, um, you know, the message that's meant to come through. I am very clear cognizant as well. I'll just know mm. things and I won't know why. And similar to you, I had a lot of trouble trusting that because I didn't know why. I wanted a why. I wanted an explanation. Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I had a lot of trouble just being like, what? That just came. What are you? Sorry? <laughs> Surely not. Surely not. <laughs> Surely not. Mm. So, um, Yeah, those are the kind of ways it comes through to me. I also get a lot of dreams that Mm. I'll get messages through and it'll be either or like someone actually saying something to me or just that that transmission um, and vision. So it can look different for everyone. If you're listening to this and you're like, none of the above, (laughs) that doesn't mean that you don't or can't um, have these experiences. And I hope that comes across from me and Abby sharing is like obviously we have really different experiences but they're both true to us and authentic and helpful and Mm. they're all true intuition it's just embracing our true nature so yeah I hope that comes across that you know whatever you experience is is powerful and beautiful and meant for you and part Mm. of your journey um and yeah again just that like it does not oh it just does not have to look a certain way it can mm. just, it can just be, you know, what makes you feel connected to something bigger than yourself? What makes you feel empowered? What makes you feel lit up? What makes you yeah. feel like you're coming from a place of love? Like that's, that's mysticism. It's not yeah. rules and, and it's not having to do rituals on a certain day or any of that shit. It's just being as real and as aligned with your true self as you, as you can be. Yeah. And for me, what I always come back to is that symbiosis and that connection between mind, body, and soul. That's really Mm. what it's about for me. Mind, body, and soul really checking off all of those areas and ensuring they're nourished. That's spirituality to me. Mm. And that's how, that's what gives me joy. That's what, that's, that, what, that's what feels good for me. and yeah, we love, we love, we love. Well, I think we've kind of, I think we've got everything. Rambled on. We, yeah, we've <laughs> rambled on. Standard. That's why you guys like listening. <laughs> um, yeah, that was really cool. Like, yeah, and I hope you guys got some value from this. And I'd love, we'd love to hear, you know, um, what are some, you know, mysticism myths that you've busted yourself? Like what's some things that you've realized um, you know, you're not going to be kind of stuck to, uh, you know, a rigid yes or no about, um, you know, where have you kind of stepped into your own with your spirituality and your, um, yeah, your practices. Um, as Abby said at the start of the video, we uh, video slash podcast because we do both. Um, yeah, we do have that giveaway running. So you can go into the running, running to win a free energy healing and a free astrology reading. Get on it. Us. So make sure to jump onto our Instagrams to check that out. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Hop on it, please. We would love to connect with you in that way as well. Like in a session, that would be so cool. Um, but yeah, thank you all so much for listening in again this week. Um, and we hope you enjoyed. We'll see you oh, next week. 
fire episode. Watch out for Straight it. Straight fire. We've got Straight we've got up. some absolute crackers lined up. Um, but yeah, just thank you guys so much for the support so far. We feel so lucky. We feel so blessed. We feel so stoked. Um, yes. And yeah, feeling all the love. We really hope you've enjoyed today's episode. It was a bit rambly. It was a bit goofy. But I think that's where we're at our most authentic. So yeah. You know, we're just going to let that shine through. Um, And yeah, sending you guys all the love. Mm -hmm. We'll talk to you soon. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Mystic Millennial Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please share, leave a review and make sure to subscribe so you never miss an app. Thank you. Bye.